Hello. <laughs> you got it. I got, I got what you're putting down. I was like doing... I like, picked up what you were I was doing the down. visuals for it. <laughs> <laughs> had a little had a little thing here and a thing there. I like to pantomime, I guess, my, yeah. my visuals. Oh, yes. I think you're a part Italian or something using your hands to speak. Mamma mia. Um... Wait, I was going to make an ABBA joke, but that's Swedish. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 147 of Reviews from the Crawl Space. Oh, over hey, the, Vicky. Uh, over there, cracking wise, with the fresh mouth, is Vicky. As usual. <laughs> and, and me over here fucking things up is, uh, is Douglas, I think. Uh-huh. Sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a special, no matter what we do it, it's a special Thursday or Friday episode, depending <laughs> when it gets posted, so boom. <laughs> Happy happy weekend, everybody! The summer kind of gets away from us uh, with our discipline. Well, it's yeah, especially it's, now that the weather's nice. Yeah, the the structure is a little little off, and sometimes the records, if they're not necessarily, you know, David Bowie or whatever, that <laughs> we kind of we kind of procrastinate them a little bit sometimes. Like you and, said, because it's summertime and it's nice out, it's just like okay, yeah, we'll get around to it eventually. So we go outside instead of staying in the in the indoors. Do yeah, research. Go inside. Go by, go by the ocean. Sit there and shut up. Yeah. And uh, on today's podcast, like every podcast that we do since we started this, we review three vinyl from an inherited collection, three at a time. No curating in the sense that we just pull whatever comes out next, whatever's at random. But what we do curate is our wicked and awesome radio station playlist on Spotify, RFTCS Radio. And if you do a search for it, we're the only one that comes up under the playlist. And there, we've curated everything that we reviewed all the way back to the beginning. We've curated this list. We've pulled at least two songs from albums that we like. And sometimes, if they're even available on Spotify, because sometimes they're just not fucking available. Yeah. But we've, and I honestly think it's it's very, very solid playlist that we have going there. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. We, listen, good, we listen to it ourselves quite often when we're out driving and stuff. Yeah, it is a good playlist. Um, you can find us on Twitter, at RFTCS1. And on Instagram, just reviews from the crawl space as, as one block. And in both those places, you'll find very similar uh, links to all of our past episodes because they weren't all podcasts. We started out doing video originally, video mm -hmm. casts, and uh, on YouTube. This is a much friendlier It's a much format. more, yeah, it's in much friendlier <laughs> production and just like research before. We were just, it was taking so long to produce an episode. And we weren't really getting time to listen to the vinyl very much. Yeah. Not like we are now. Yeah, we'd have longer stretches between episodes. And oh, yeah. So, like, back then, it was just like, we we listened to the album essentially just once. Yeah. Just do that, and then do all the video setup, recording, and then editing. It was just a whole disaster oh. on itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was just like, this This makes way more sense. We were yeah. doing, like, one a month before or something like that. Oh, yeah. That's why we've been doing this for five years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and why most of it's been done in the last two. Probably, yeah, yeah. So uh, at those places, besides what we're working on now, album covers, you can also find, uh, like I said, the, the, all the links to the past episodes are very uh, very good. And on Twitter, we kind of post a bit more modern music stuff and more ge general music stuff as where the Instagram is mostly specifically or specifically just for this. So yeah, check it out. It's good. 735 albums? Is that how many we've done? At least. I wouldn't be surprised because, you know, one... Well, 147 times five. Times three. Oh, times three. Did you do times five? Why am I timesing it by five? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so... I knew that sounded high. Forget all your math for a sec and tell yeah. us what you have uh, for us this week. This okay. Episode. 
So on this episode, we have three very different albums. Yeah, I yes, yes. And different, and not no. just from each other, but from the rest of the collection as well. Yes, I will agree with that, yeah. Um, the very first one up is called Ronco Presents Superstars. Ooh, Ronco Original. And it's one of those Ronco Original Compilation it's a albums. compilation of just like the hits of the day, whatever yeah. whatever they can get their hand their mitts on for leasing. I would imagine the second one is called uh, from a band called Beau Dommage, mm-hmm. and it's their self titled album Beau Dommage. All right, and they're yeah, it's all French. They're a French a Quebec French French Quebec band, yep. and same with the next one, Fiori and Sagan. Yeah. And the album is called Du Sens Nuit Allure. Oh, good for you so, with your accent and everything. Because what it means in uh, in English is it's just 200, 200 nights an hour. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah, that's what it means. So um, the other thing to be prepared for this episode is because we have two French language we're, albums. We're going to be butchering our... There's going to be a lot of mispronounced French things. I'd just like to point out for everybody listening, French is our official second language, so the fact that we're failing at it is really embarrassing. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've been taught it in school, and it's everywhere, and we should know better, but uh, we're going to we're gonna slaughter some French, yeah, yeah. French names here. We'll do our best, but... <laughs> okay. Put your fingers in your ears if you have to. So, the Ronco. Look at Kraken on Ronco. So, Ronco Superstars. Uh, Ronco, like its rival KTEL, was a record label that issued compilations created for TV advertising and licensed from major record labels. In the UK, its first album was 20 Star Tracks, released in 1972. It issues three albums that reached number one on the UK album charts. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. They're just compilations from Ronco. Yeah, from Ronco. <laughs> well, these were from, yeah, Ronco. Um Ronco filed for bankruptcy in 2018. Yeah, it was recent. Now, yeah. after uh, not only albums, but they also did a lot of kitchen gadgets and. Yeah, see, I I grew up with Ronco, man. Yeah. We used to watch the shit out of out of the the ads, the commercials, and yeah. all that stuff. But yeah, him him and his like spray on hair, potato peelers. Pota- oh yeah, lots just, of kitchen gadgets. Just nonsense. Fryers. Just bullshit. People would never really use, or probably hurt you to use it in real yeah. life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, and the interesting thing is, according to Discogs, they started releasing um, their 460 compilations albums. Yeah, I just want to in say in 1970. Yeah, I just want to say, I when we first started this, I I really thought we had done Ronco, but it was KTEL. It was KTEL, yeah. 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 Uh, many of the compilations are based on gen genres, which disco, country, rock, etc. Mm-hmm. But some were also artist focused, like the Beach Boys, the Kinks, and the Everly Brothers. Yeah. Also, some really obscure stuff like the Red Army Ensemble, Moscow Military District, and <laughs> the International Staff Band of the Salvation Army. Some Russian military music. Why, why not? Get yeah. on a compilation. <laughs> yeah, weird. Those were two of the weirdest ones that I picked out of there. I wonder what the sales were for it. Oh, who knows? <laughs> Chart topper. Superstars was released in 1978, uh, falling under the rock, funk, soul. Uh, genre. Yeah, it's a bit of everything. So, um, like all the other compilations that we've done, we don't do producers because. Oh my God, we'd be, be here, here for, all day. We'd be here for so many episodes. So, track listing on this album. Well, yeah, get ready. Let's get get comfortable. <laughs> I feel love, Donna Summer, Undercover Angel, Alan O'Day, She Did It by Eric Carmen. Yeah, High try, school... sorry, try not think of Eric Cartman every I, time. You I know read every it. time I wrote it, I thought Eric Cartman. <laughs> High School Dance by Silvers, Dusik by Brick, 
Falling by LeBlanc and Carr. I'm Your Boogeyman by Casey and the Sunshine Band. Looks like we made it. Barry Manilow, side two. Fuck, could you... Oh, sorry, I, I know I can't, I can't really swear a lot of... I'm Your Boogeyman into Barry Manilow's Looks Like We Made It, after all. I'll talk about getting punched in the dick. <laughs> Just like, you're in the groove, you're having a good time with Casey, and here comes Barry Manilow. <laughs> well, and then flick, you flip flick, it over. Flick, flick your testicle. You flip it over, and it's Dr. Love by Kiss. <laughs> Calling Dr. Love, I know. It's so weird. So you, between Casey and the Sunshine Band and Kiss, you have Barry Manilow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they weren't the best at no, curating their playlists. No, and, and that's 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 the problem. I think that's kind of one of the weaknesses, spoiler alert, that I think with, with this whole thing. It's just that it's so... It's so fucking random. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah, we'll sorry, talk about keep it going. At the end. Sorry, yeah. Um, so side B after Doctor Love Kiss, yeah. The Way I Feel Tonight by Bay City Rollers, Help Is on Its Way by Little River Band, Gone Too Far, England Dan and John Ford Coley, <laughs> I Wouldn't Want to Be Like You by Alan Parsons Project, I'm Dreaming by Jennifer Warnes, Can't It All Be Love by Randy Edelman, Save It for a Rainy Day by Stephen Bishop, and Dancing Queen by ABBA. Now, the majority of these songs are not big hits. No, no, these are like... Uh, there's some, maybe... Uh, there's like some B-sides. Five. Uh, yeah, Calling Dr. Love, obviously. The Donna Summer, like the two anchors of the, on each side for sure. Undercover Angel 2, probably. Undercover, well, and Alan Parsons wouldn't want to be like you. And Boogeyman. And, and Casey Sunshine. But like, I agree with you. Other than that, they're, they're more uh, kind of obscure. Like, Silvers? I've never heard of Silvers. I've never heard of the song Dusick by Brick. Hmm. No, it's it's a weird compilation, and like I said, it's kind of one of the things that hurts it a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong; I honestly understand the appeal of having these. It's like right up our alley. There's you know this 1970 whatever this is 78. It's so easy to if you had like four of these albums, you'd have more music than you'd ever like could listen to party. at a party. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> the downside is it sounds like crap. It sounds like hammered shit because it's. I mean, what I say, what I wrote down. Oh, 17 songs. What? On a vinyl? Oh my god. Yes, sorry, and there, I didn't even write down... I didn't even look at the album to see if it had times for each song. So I didn't write down the playtime for this album. Oh, they're all... There was just... You're right, you're, they're all fairly short There's just songs. no information Nothing about, about this, albums. no, no, nothing at all. So it kind of makes it uh, difficult. But uh, yeah, the, the, the wonkiness, the unevenness is definitely is one of the negatives I'd give it besides the sound. I mean, like I said, I understand the idea of it. It's a great idea. Yeah, I guess a couple of these in your in your backpack or your bag back in the day, and that's like a ton of music. Well, and keep in mind too, when you were buying albums back in the day, you'd buy it, and it would be one song one on song. there that you oh, liked. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So at least if you bought these Ronco compilations, you knew what you were getting. Or the KTL, yeah, exactly. You're, you're like, <laughs> and I feel like of, every song on here. No, you have a bit of a variety too. You got your money's worth. So yeah, it's like you said, there really is no uh, information. So yeah, Ronco, like I said, just been uh, such a staple. It's weird that they just went out. It's funny too because when we covered the K-Tail album, didn't they also somewhat recently go out of business? Oh, I'm sure they have. Yeah. I mean, somebody's got to be making these things. These things still have to exist. I mean, we don't Probably watch record companies. They're like, screw Ronco. Screw we got to start watching old people television because I'm sure these things, these compilations, are still out there somewhere. Oh yeah, but who's putting them out there? Who knows? <laughs> Call us on our landline. Now there are some really good artists on here, like in England, oh. Dan and John Ford Coley. Yeah. Listen to a lot of their stuff. Jennifer Warren, she has that famous Blue Raincoat album that she's done 
uh, covers of all of the Leonard Cohen songs. Oh, right, 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 right. Which I absolutely loved back in that, the day. Yeah. Stephen Bishop, another one. Um, yeah, well, like I said, Donna Summer, Casey, I mean, even Barry Manilow, I'm not necessarily a fan of his stuff, but these, like, those are, there's some, yeah. but at the same time, yeah, there's some weird ones, like Little River Bands, Helps on the Way. These aren't songs, like, even when you go to Spotify, that aren't even in the top ten a lot of the times. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy, yeah, so but it's kind of, yeah, there's a few on here that but it's kind of good. Yes, I agree, how yeah. They, how they made the cut. This is how they made the cut. What is cheap for, for licensing? Yeah, probably. <laughs> what band will give us cheap songs? We'll pay We'll pay Donna Summer, we'll pay Kiss, we'll pay Alan Parsons and KC or whatever, and then we'll just fill it in and with like... And the other like, five bucks we have left to is spend. Whoever. We'll spread it out between <laughs> yeah. whatever whoever's, you can get for a buck 25. Whatever the interns can find, yes. I think it's exactly it. <laughs> Especially, like, I mean, it doesn't say what number it is, but I would imagine if you do a few of these that you're kind of going to start scraping the, the bottom eventually. Oh, for sure. Especially if you have to pay for licensing. I couldn't imagine now how much that would cost you to do. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there really, there really isn't much, like you say, you knew most of these songs. Yeah. Because you're singing along, you're like, oh. Well. Some of them, yeah. There's a few that I don't recognize. Like I said, Do Sick by Brick. Just weird, yeah, weird ones like that, yeah. Falling by LeBlanc and Carr. <laughs> Never heard of them. I, I know, I, I was laughing, um. The, the whole the England England Dan and, and John, John Ford, Ford. yeah the, the song gone too far my joke was my joke was that it was written for stoners who have left the apartment or forgot something but they needed to go out and get some snacks they've gone too far gone too far it's like the whole premise of Harold and Kumar well uh, and um, that other movie with Seth Rogen movie movie oh oh, oh yeah uh, uh, end this of the world the, uh, yeah, or no world? no world's end is is, is uh, Edgar Wright yeah, yeah. Edgar Wright yeah so this is the end yeah or whatever it is yeah. <laughs> Gone too far. <laughs> I can't remember who said that, but it's one of the funniest lines in the movie. <laughs> oh, it's the the douche. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy, guy that played the guy that you hate. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't even think of Danny McBride. Name. Yes, Danny McBride. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've gone too far. Gone too far. He's just like the other side. Three steps. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, Superstars, original hits, Ronco, catalog, R-2170, uh, U.S., 1978, original pressing compilation. Like I said, 17 songs, it's, it's wild. The condition, the cover's good, it's readable spine, okay corners, uh, a bit of fade and wear, but it's, it's solid. Uh, the sleeve is plain paper, which I'm sure is actually the original. Probably. Which is fine. It's just cheapo. Ronco's not going to be putting no. lyrics on the <laughs> no, no, inside cover. Plain paper, cheap, cheapest plain paper you can find. I was so much surprised it wasn't toilet paper. It's similar to that. It's like tissue paper. <laughs> yeah, that's <was> crazy. <laughs> you can use it to wipe your butt. <laughs> In a pinch. Yeah. <laughs> Get all those paper, those paper cuts inside your butt. Uh, the vinyl is uh, actually in poor condition. Had serious yeah. serious scratches on the first side to the point that we ended up stop playing the first side because it was damaging going to damage the needle. Yeah, pretty big gouge and and needles don't grow on trees. Yeah, exactly. And the second side was fine, but like I said, these songs are so compressed that it's really they don't have any any bass or they're just AM radio. That's what it sounds like they're coming through an AM radio. Maybe that's what they did. Sat with their little tape recorder. Yeah, yeah just like just like <laughs> just trying to get the smallest file size they could. <laughs> just mono put it on mono don't can't afford stereo um audio like i said fucking terrible it's just when you're putting 17 on there 
what are you going to do? You have to have those as thin as possible. Um, the cover, there's no information other than it's Ronco. And that is literally all the information I could find about this album. There's nothing about this no. at all. No. We even checked Ronco's page. Nothing. Well, um, that's how I found out they did 460 yeah, that's right. albums yeah. over. And we got one of them right here. We do. Okay, that's that's really it for me. There's nothing to uh Okay, so the Discogs, it gets rated 3.47 out of 5 with 32 people rating. Hmm. Uh, resale value, $1.29, $3.86, and $7.80, which I'm sure is more than what people paid for it originally. Yeah. yeah that's, I like back in the these day. These are probably like uh, 10 bucks at most. Like they were, um, 10 bucks is probably even too much for yeah. this back then. It was probably super cheap. Yeah. However, um, you could walk into Wal- uh, not Walmart, Woolworths or whatever they had yeah, back then. Yeah. There was a bit of them right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, however, this one is in such bad shape, the vinyl, anyways. Yes, that, that is not worth We wouldn't even get a dollar twenty nine for it. Nah, it's... Uh I give it uh, one point five out of five. I give it a two. I would I would have given it more if first of all if it played proper, but given it more if they had done a better job shuffling the songs around. So there was some sort of coherent flow to it instead of just lurching from one thing to another. Actually, I'm going to change it to two out of five because there are a few songs. There's some good songs. Like. Yeah, totally. And I like the, the idea of it makes yeah. sense. It's just some of the implica- or implementation of it that doesn't work. But yeah. yeah, like you said, there's some good songs. I, I like the idea, but uh, let's moving on. Oh, 3.47, that's for sure. We're moving on from Ronco. Let's see if there's anything else to add. Nothing. Nothing, exactly. Okay. Goodbye. Boom, Ronco down. On to Beau Dommage and their self-titled album Beau Dommage. Well, I gotta say before you dip in here that this is this is one of those ones. This is one of those episodes today that we pulled the albums out and we're just like, oh god damn it, we don't want to fucking do this again because we just don't know. But but there's a reason that we don't just bail on it and never tell. We we end up doing it anyway, and this is this will be a great example of why. Yeah, I kicked and screamed and cried. Yeah, we did. We, a little th- temper we, tantrum talked, we talked about not doing about, it. I don't want to listen to these two albums. Yep. Please don't make me listen to them. Mm-hmm. As I've done several times before during this podcast. <laughs> well, uh, we but Doc's like, to. nope, we're going to listen to them. And yeah, like you said, it's, stay tuned and find tuned, out. Stay yeah. uh, Dommage was a rock band from Montreal that achieved success in Quebec, France in the 1970s. The group's style included rich vocal harmonies and elements from folk and country music. Beau Dommage was their first album released in 1974 and broke record sales at the time. The album was certified gold and eventually sold a quarter of a million copies. Uh, at the time, they were Canada's biggest selling group. That's amazing. In July of 2013, Canada Post issued an undenominated permanent commemorative postage stamp depicting the seven members of the band. It was sold in booklets or of ten, or as part of a souvenir sheet of four, along with Rush, The Guess Who, and Tragically It. Crazy. How have we, like, how have we not? I've never heard of these guys before. No, never. How? Uh, members, Pierre Bertrand on guitars, bass, and vocals. Marie-Michelle Desrochers, keyboard and vocals. Riel Desrochers, drums, no relation. Yeah. Uh, Pierre Hewitt was their songwriter. Robert Leger was their keyboardist and flutist. Uh, Michelle Rivard, guitar, melodica, keyboards, and vocals. So pretty much everybody did vocals, well, except the drummer. 
uh, producer Pierre Dubond with Cap. He was a producer with Capitol Records, and he did uh, had ninety seven producing credits to his name. Mm-hmm. Most of were French bands. That yeah, French. Heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of that in this episode. Okay, so here goes the French the assassination yeah. of words. Track listing: Tous les Palmiers, A Tous les Fois, Chinatown. <laughs> I think I got that one. <laughs> yeah, La Complete du Folk en Alaska, La Pibois. Side B, Harmony du Soir à Chateauguay, Le Jeant Beaupré, Jeanette, Un Ange Jardin, 23 Decembre, and Montreal. Got that one too. There you go. That was really good. I thought it was going to do way worse than that. I put my, I, I, did, you, did you notice that I had my little... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're getting serious. I put my little French hat on. Yeah. What do they call it? A Tubes. beret. Brace. I put my beret on. <laughs> We oui, we oui, monsieur. Well, you know what? Sorry, two could work too. It's French. Yeah, but it was if the bray was in correct. your head. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Thirty-seven minutes and thirty-nine seconds is the runtime. And for context, this was their first album of this group, mm. and the second was called "Oué Passé la Nos." Released in 1975. Which was also a huge There was hit. a question mark. There was a question mark. <laughs> so uh, that's was why a question. I, that's why I put my voice up, up at the, at the end. end. <laughs> Which is also a big hit for them. Yes. Yeah. And I think they, they they just had a couple of just like huge hits in a row. And then essentially just like over a decade, it's over the 70s, and then kind of... Yeah, they kind of started, like every band, they kind of just imploded. Break, and yeah, break up, implode. Everybody broke up and fighting. went their separate ways yeah, and did their own things. That's the classic story. So I liked this album. Yeah, you know, we started it, and it's, at first it kind of like, I don't know, but... Yeah, it's, it ended up being a really good album. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyable. And um, the more we've kind of listened to it, the more I've enjoyed it. Uh, really good musicians. Uh, the, especially the bass player. There's a couple of songs that are just fucking fantastic. And uh, Their vocal harmonies are outstanding. Vocal harmonies, yeah. Um, yeah. And, it, like, this band was all about, apparently... Uh, Promoting the Quebecois lifestyle. Yeah, the lifestyle of Quebecois people and... Uh, I mean, who knows? I don't know what any of the lyrics are in English. Yeah, we, that's the one thing with the show uh, that I admit is a bit of a weakness is that regardless of the French or not, we just don't dip into lyrics as much. Just because we would rather just listen to the albums and get the general feel. I'm sure there's English out there. Oh, for sure. Uh, English translations for these lyrics. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I just but it, like to me, it doesn't matter because the music itself was yeah. solid. The songs were good. It was an enjoyable album. A nice it's little... one of those ones you can put on in the background. Yeah, I was and... going to say it was a background rainy day album for sure. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that as well. And it's got a really good mix. The sound mix on this is fantastic. It's one yeah, of the better you ones. You you actually said that several times while we were listening. Yeah, it was just like everything is is full and rich and is low end and it's like everything is supposed to is where it's supposed to be, and the harmonize like you said the vocal harmonizations they stand out. They just everything was proper it's just it's just it's weird when it kind of comes together right away you're like oh wow oh my god <laughs> and this is one of those albums where just uh sonically it just sounds amazing excellent like i said excellent musicians they, they sound good and uh it's, i still can't i can't believe that we've never heard of this band before well and it you did end up putting a few a couple of the songs yeah. on the playlist so, okay so yeah the um let's just put it here so um i'm just looking here yeah the la Picquois and uh, oh my god the other one you could uh, the second one second track 
So track two and track five, people. <laughs> and this is an album that I would put on and listen to start to finish again. Again, again and that's what I want to mention, start to finish. I would like say that's, that too. That's, that's important. Yes, it is, yeah. Because so many of these albums, we wouldn't. No, this is one of the start to finish album as well. And it's, yeah, you just put it on and let it go. It's got a good mix. It's listed as like folk world country, but that's bullshit. There's a lot more going on than just that. In fact, it's kind of more rock. Yeah, a lot, a it lot does of places, have a lot of rock. A little bit of prog influence. rock. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it was weird how it's listed because I don't I don't agree with it. Uh, what it gets listed as world and country because it's not world. We have listened to world and country on the show. This is not it. No, I would say yeah, kind of like more, more world but less country. Less country, a little more yeah. like has a little more blues rock in it. Yeah, like a little more prog rock and just like. Oh, you know, it does have some country because it has like a little bit of fiddle and, and some various... Uh, oh, and some yaz flute. Some yaz flute. Like it has a little taste of those things, but I wouldn't describe it as no. being that. So No. Like I said, very strong mix. It's and peppered through... Yaz flute is peppered throughout the album. <laughs> it is. And CanCon, just like the rest of this episode yes. is just CanCon. Yes, so. exactly. Um, yeah. So, Beau Dimanche, as you said, Beau Dimanche. It's easy. Capital Records, catalog ST, 70.034. It's the first time I think I've ever seen a point or a decimal point in the catalog number. Huh. Canada, 1974, an original pressing. The condition of the cover is, other than the typical wear, it's actually in good condition. Solid-feeling case and album. So I'm gonna, I think I, I give it very good. Yeah, I'm going to stick with very good. Like I said, it's it's faded, but it's sol- it's not fucked up anywhere and you can read the spine that's like a huge thing for me if you can't read the spine it's not doing well um mm, mm, mm. the vinyl's very good there's no scratches no scuffs played well the audio like i've already mentioned it's just it's an excellent mix all the way around and i kind of wish more things sounded like it uh photography by pierre guimond is that how you sounds about right i'm sorry pierre Pierre is a French-Canadian photographer and graphic designer with nine visual credits, first on the show. Other credits include people you've never heard of before. Yeah. Uh, uh, this Michael or Michelle Rivard, I think he's in the, in the band, in this band. I think so too, yeah. Yeah, he's so, so his solo stuff. Um, and, uh, so yeah, okay, you know what? So actually, I'm just looking at the credits here. It's really, it, all of his stuff is related to either Beau Dommage or the, the band member's uh, individual. Right album so i won't go through all that and that is it that's all the information on this i can i like honestly it's amazing to me this so for an album that's so popular and is you know platinum or whatever there's no information yeah no information about the cover because i actually enjoy the cover too i think it's fantastic in the front there's a it's the band a photo of the band that kind of cut it i think they're just cut out place and then there's like uh they're standing in front of a billboard where it's got another picture but it's like the way it lines down the street right to a point where it's like it's a really cool design and then the back i think is kind of cool because it looks like this it's going to be like a horror uh, yeah, horror album or a, a metal cover or something because they've colorized the photo to a red instead of a gold yeah and it yeah. You're the eyes of the house or the building or whatever yeah, yeah so it's just kind of funny <laughs> it's an interesting cover but so no information. go to instagram if you want to yeah check out our instagram you'll see check the, out cover. the yeah. cover yeah because exactly. it will be there that's it for me all right, Discogs, it gets 4.1 out of 5 with 155 people rating. Resale value on this album, $2.85, $6.85, and $15. Hmm. I give it a 4 out of 5. Oh, good, good. Yeah, it's funny because I had written down, before I got into it, I written down 3, but I'm going to go, well, we can't do halves, can we? Well, you can, but 
It'll get marked a four. Or three. Yeah, I, I see for me, I, I'm thinking I was going to give it a 3.5, but you can't on there. So I don't know if it's four, but it's not three either. You know what I mean? 3.5. It, yeah, it's it's a really good album. I think I would give it four like on some more listens when I become more familiar. Yeah. Or lyrical content. I could kind of start reading it. It definitely room to grow. It's a it's, it's a really good album. Yeah. So yeah, okay. both of us enjoyed this one a lot. Uh, down, Odomash down. Okay, and last but not least, the third album is Fiori Seguin. 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 Du Saint Louis le Allure. Uh, so it's Serge Fiori and Richard Seguin. This album is one uh, is a one-off collaboration album by Quebec singer-songwriters. Serge Fiore and mm -hmm. Richard Sagan, released in 1978. Okay. Fiore had recently disbanded his earlier group Harmonium, while Sagan's folk group Les Seguens, uh, with his twin sister Marie Claire, had also recently folded, leaving the two artists free to collaborate on this new project. They each contributed a pair of solo songs that they had been working on with their previous bands, adding three songs that they co-wrote, which they sang as duets. They are backed up by a lineup of musicians that have performed with Harmonium, all of whom contributed to the musical arrangements. The album sold 200,000 copies. Oh. Producers are Michel Lachance, 39 producing credits. He just worked for the record company. And uh, also Serge and Richard both uh, helped produce yeah, yeah. the music on, their own, on this album. Track listing, side A. Du Saint Nuit Allure, Café du Bien, Illusion. Yeah, Illusion. <laughs> Side B, Bien, Bien, Bien Dancer, Chanson pour Mart. So, song for Martha. For, 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 I was going to say, uh, even I know that one. <laughs> Le Mortu du Monde, and La Guitare des Pays dans Oui. 44 minutes and 41 seconds. So, for context, this was a one-off, so there's no before, no yeah, after. Yeah, no after, yeah. This is the only thing they did. Um, one of the things I did read is that they ended up getting together 40 years later so that they could do some uh, touch-ups because it was going to be re-released. Yeah, this, this album. Company. Yeah, yeah, the Sony, Sony Canada was to do a 40-year, so they got back and they sit in the studio. Yeah, after and 40 years. Fixed it all up. Kind of cool. Put it back out there. Yeah, it sounds like it was a positive experience. Uh, so, what do you think of this one? I, it was okay. Yeah. It had nothing to do with it, the uh, the fact that it was a French album, but more to do with the songs. Yeah. It was boring. It, it was, and this is, this is the weird thing about these two albums, because really on paper, when you look at what they're, how they're described genre-wise, that you think it would be the other album that we'd not like. Because this one is listed as a prog, prog rock album, which is bonkers to me because it really isn't. It's more like a, a just a rock um, or even stadium rock album. It's a little more straightforward. It has prog, lots of prog elements, but it's, I wouldn't call it a prog album yeah. in the same way that Alan Parsons is a prog album. Um, I just, I, I kind of thought that the vocals were kind of muddy. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because it had a really, I, I actually had written that down. It had a really good mix. But the vocals kept kind of getting like muddled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, other than that, it had a, an, it had a pretty solid mix, but it wasn't. Yeah, it has these great long, these long songs, eight minutes long. The album's like ten hours long, and you think that it's like pro, I love prog music. It's gonna be 
No, man, I'm with you. It was boring. Like, after the, not even the first side, but after the first side, you're like, it doesn't change. It stays the same, the same tempos, the same kind of arrangements, the same uh, vocal range. Nothing fluctuates at all. No. Which is actually a huge strength of the other album from Beau Dommage because it doesn't just sit on one thing. Where this does, and for a long time. Well, and it's it's really kind of sad because they're two very like they're two different kinds of musicians. So you'd think that each bringing their perspective to this album, it would be, it would have some. Well, it was kind of a hit in some places. Difference, yeah. It sold two hundred thousand copies, I think. Yeah, but yeah, um, I agree with you, and it's just yeah, it's kind of lackluster in a weird way. Like you said, boring. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. I was just uh, just listening to it. I, it's there's nothing inherently wrong with you know they're good, good enough musician. They're good musicians and their production and all that. But yeah, you just kind of like okay, we've got enough of this album now. Time to move on. And yeah. that was after like two or three songs. And both of these guys went on to have their own solo careers. Apparently, yes. it would be interesting to kind of see, like, listen to maybe a few songs from each one of their careers after this, mm-hmm. just to see. I think how one, they turned out, but comparatively, I think one of the things I liked more about Beaudemage too is that it had that weird kind of uh, Quebec French quirkiness to it. Like it changes to it, and like you know, some of the weird vocal harmonies and like timing changes. It it, it, had, it was a bit more fun to listen to when this was just like one one speed everything. That was it. yeah, yeah. It it was just definitely one tone from start to finish. Yeah, so okay, I um. Look at all of my my stuff. So two hundred nights an hour. I'm not even tr- I'm not even gonna try the French. Two hundred nights an hour. That's what this album's called. <laughs> but Fiori and Seguin, uh, CBS Records catalog PFS nine zero four five six Canada nineteen seventy eight. Uh, this is CanCon, like I said before, and original. The condition, the cover is good. Uh, regular wear and tear that you'd normally see, but uh, readable spine is good. Good, very good. And it's gatefold, too, I should mention. I didn't mention that. Uh, Sleeve is also very good. It's an original cardboard sleeve with printed lyrics and credits. So that's solid. The vinyl, also very good. Scratch and scuff free. I wouldn't say it's, like, new, but it's 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 been spun, but it's uh, in very good condition, or excellent condition. And uh, the audio, I have excellent. I'm going to change that down, because I do agree with you about your muddled vocals, so... Oh, it's a very good mix, but it had issues. That one issue. Um, but otherwise, like the other one, it it was it was full. It was warm. <clears throat> it had a nice sound feel. Like it it wasn't totally weak. It just yeah, like I it was something that happened. The vocal thing was more noticeable as it went on. Uh, and uh, so design, concept, and photo by William Roberto Wilson and Serge Clement. William is a French-Canadian art director, graphic designer, and photog. 14 credits. First time on the show. Other credits include uh, Diane Tell, Harmonium, and Chris Gorman. Uh, Serge, a photog with 12 credits, is first on the show. Other credits include a, bang, a French band called Reperc- Repercussion. Okay, hold on a sec. I'm going to pause you for a sec. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> 12 credits, uh, Repercussion. Uh, Asnevar and a bunch of other French compilations that I wasn't going to write down or even try and get at so it's, it's no big deal and really that's it for me that's all the information I could find about this album once again another Canadian album that's supposed to have had some sales no information 
Another thing I want to say about this album is, and we talk about it a lot, is that it's an album you can put on and kind of listen to in the background without too much bothering. I agree. Whereas I think that this one yep. goes too far into the background. Yes. I, to I, the point I, where it's you funny, because I knew exactly where you're going with this. Exactly, yeah. I agree. It is It is too, too much background. Like yeah. just Then you're going to be like, why am I listening to this album? Exactly. Yeah. So no, I, agree. I totally agree with that. 100%. Exactly. Okay, so? So, um, Discogs, uh, 4.1 out of 5 with 112 people rating. Resale value, 65 cents, $7.99, and nineteen ninety-five in good condition. Hmm. Well, it's in good condition, so. Yeah, we'd probably get 20 bucks for yeah, it. Yeah, no problem. One if somebody wants this uh, French-Canadian, come on down, 20 bucks. Yours. It's yours. Uh, I gave it a 2.5 out of 5. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I, I had given it a 2.5 as well, but just kind of listening to it like we did and, and talking about it again, I've actually dropped it down to a 2. 2. Okay. Yeah, because it is really forgettable. And yes. that's, that's the biggest problem. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yes. Because, you know, here's these two guys, they have some time to collaborate and... Yeah, it's, it's just... It's, it's kind of a nothing burger. Nothing burger, yeah, too much of the same thing. All right, so boom. So that one down. Yes. <laughs> Okay, anything you'd like to uh, add as we wrap up here? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, check us out. We'll have a new episode out before you even know. Before you even did listening to this one, boom, we'll have another one out. Probably not, but... We hope. Okay, anyways, later. Bye.